coming up this week on Breaking Badness. Today, we're counting down the top episodes from 2022. Which did you like most? What topics resonated with you? And what puns were the most clever? To find out, keep listening. Breaking Badness is next. Welcome to Breaking Badness, episode number 143, recorded on December 29th, 2022. I'm your co-host, Callie, all by myself, Fencil. And yes, I am, uh, I am by myself today uh, in, the, in the studio, or the proverbial studio. Um, I'm in my home. Um, and yes, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm talking by myself today. Um, talking about um, the top episodes of 2022, and um, I haven't had a chance to do anything like this uh, since I was a radio DJ uh, at college. So, so this will be fun and interesting for me. Um, you know, I'm recording, so I can do whatever I want pretty much. I don't have to, uh, like, if I was, you know, to say need a bio break or you know study for a philosophy final or whatever i don't have to necessarily put on yeses close to the edge to buy myself some time i could just pause and come back whenever i want but you know we'll see how we're feeling uh see how saucy and uh you know off off topic i want to get i know that's something we do a lot here on breaking badness um but yeah so um so like i said my name's Callie and i've been with domain tools for officially one year at this point. And um, you may know me, um, I've done uh, some subbing for the fabulous Kelsey LaBelle on the show before, but I actually do a lot of the background work on the podcast. So um, so I primarily handle things like um, the show outline. Um, I create the blog posts that go with each episode. And um, I, I also handle social media, so uh, letting letting y'all know when uh, when new episodes are ready. So so that's who I am and what I do. Um, so I just wanted to take uh, some time and uh, talk about you know what happened in 2022. And uh, but I think first, um, here's what's coming in 2023. So we are actually um, we want to have more guests on the show. And I'm not sure I'm at liberty to say who yet, but um, we will definitely be talking to more folks in the field. So that's exciting. And I can say one of the thing, one of the ways that we want to uh, do this is um, we will be um, at RSA again in April, uh, and we're going to have a podcast booth within our booth, like you know, like a like a Russian nesting doll situation. Um, at least, I mean, I don't know if that's that's exactly how we're going to do it. That's just how I've envisioned it in my mind. Uh, so, um, so yes, we but we will have a podcast booth at RSA, and um, it's it's something kind of like we're going back to our roots a little bit. Um, we did this at RSA back in 2020, um, and Black Hat Summer Camp in uh, 2019. So. Um, so yeah, it's it's something we have done before, and we're just gonna get get going on trying to do that again. Um, and, and we've done a couple, well, not a couple. We've done we've done one this year um, at a show. Um, it was um, Caitlin Kiska's episode, actually. 
Um, Tim Hellman got a chance to sit down with her at Gurkhan. Uh, and so that, that was a great episode. And um, hopefully, um, if you haven't checked that out already, you can go back and listen to that. It's a great conversation um, between the two of them. So uh, definitely check that out. But um, today we're going to take a look back at 2022, like I said. So first of all, I would just like to say on behalf of, you know, the whole Breaking Badness team is thank you to our listeners. Um, You know, we know you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts, uh, and we're really appreciative that that you choose to listen to ours. That's that's fantastic. And, you know, we're, we're very happy to share that the number of listens for this podcast increased from 2021. So thank you to our listeners. And if you are sharing this podcast with others and helping our um, our reach grow and expand our audience, a very big thank you to you. Um, it's also fun to see that, you know, not only do we garner a lot of listens in the United States where we are based, but we see um, we have listeners in um, a lot of really cool places like Australia um, the United Kingdom, Germany, Canada, and Singapore. And that's that's really just naming a few. Um, but it's it's fantastic to see that the discussions that we have are meaningful to to others around the world. So so thank you, everybody around the world for for taking the time to listen. And I don't want to um, you know, read off our analytics and and brag about them. Uh, to you, but um, I did want to say we did notice that um, we had an abundance of listens in April and October, and I, I just want to say we we notice and we 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 read you loud and clear. Like so, if there is anything specific from from those two time periods that you particularly liked, you know whether. You know, it was the guests that we had or the topics. Um, if there was something that really resonated, um, you know, please feel free to to reach out and let us know. I want to this this is for for you, the listeners, and we want to make sure that you are getting the information that you want and and is the most pertinent. Um, so that so with that. Um, we can head into um, our listicles. I don't know if the kids are still saying listicle, um, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> maybe this isn't a listicle. I guess it's maybe more of a countdown, more than anything else. So I'm going to start with um, the top punny names for 2022. Um, if you are a regular listener of the show, that you know that um, our uh, the titles of each episode are um, basically a pun or something funny uh, to try to um, to mesh to we maybe not mesh weave into the topics at hand for for each episode. Uh, and I took this task over. I don't know exactly when, but I've, I've definitely become very skilled, I think, in in naming some of these episodes. So using no voting methods of any sort or any critique, you know, other than, you know, these made me giggle. Here are my thoughts on the top episode names from 2022. 
Uh, and this is also in no particular order. So we'll start here, though. Uh, definitely episode number 125, which was entitled, Nobody Makes Me Hurts Bleed My Own Blood. Uh, we love a dodgeball reference. Certainly love Ben Stiller uh, in a villain role um, from that movie, especially um, I also love him in uh, Heavyweights as the villain. He should really do that more often. And um, I digress on my own. Uh, in my own thoughts. And if I had the the time or the assistant to help me sort through the episodes and and find all of the the times that we say that we said we digress or we, we wish we could talk about music or movies more on this podcast, that would be great to to have as a compilation. Um, I will say that episode is actually named uh, by my husband. Uh, because I, you know, it's one of one of those days where maybe, uh, you know, it felt like, you know, what am I going to do with Hertz Bleed? How can I incorporate that into it? You know, the title of an episode, and I explained it to him when he came home from work, and it just fell out of his mouth. It was just one of those things where he he just made it look easy. It was hilarious. Definitely made me laugh, and. It definitely had to be the name of that episode. So um, hats off to my husband for that. Um, Our next punny name from 2022 is episode number 122, uh, which was uh, Inside the Threat Actors Studio. Love me some James Lipton inside, which is just inside the actor's studio, no threat actor's studio. Um, So, uh, you know, with that, you know, we can talk about, you know, threats, our favorite threats, or maybe not favorite threats, just, uh, you know, which ones we like talking about, and along with our favorite swear words, just like they do on Inside the Actors Studio. I'm not going to say my favorite here because I want to make sure that we don't get a weird rating from like podcasts, the podcast gods uh, saying, you know, now you're, now you're, um, now your material is too mature and you get a weird rating. So I'm not going to do that today. But uh, if we run into each other, uh, maybe at RSA, we can we can talk about that. Okay, coming in next, um, we've got some nostalgia from '90s Nickelodeon, and it takes and that takes over uh, with our next episode, which is episode 121, which is IR, and as in the letters IR, as in incident response. I are you afraid of the dark web? Love Are You Afraid of the Dark, this TV show. Um, I sadly cannot really watch it. Uh, Otherwise, I will have nightmares. Um, Even though I'm an adult, I'm a full-grown adult, I will still have nightmares about that show. It's still as scary as it was, which I guess, uh, you know, good for good for the writers, good for, you know, the, you know, the, maybe not the acting. Acting isn't it. So, so probably the writers. Uh, it's it's very, very chilling still uh, and creepy. So, you know, good for them. Uh, our penultimate punny name from 2022 uh, gives us all the soap opera vibes, and it is episode 114, which is Domains of Our Lives. 
And I think that one is actually a Kelsey LaBelle special. I believe she named that one. Uh, and, and believe me, after that, this numbered episode feels like it was early on in my tenure uh, so far at Domain Tools. So after I know after she said that and named it that, I, I definitely looked up other soap operas to try to, you know, work in more of that. And I it became clear very quickly there's a lot of soap opera out, soap operas out there I've never heard of, and I kind of feel like if I haven't heard of them, you as the listeners might not have either. Um, if the crossover between, um, you know, uh, Defenders and um, soap opera fans is bigger than I think it is, you know, please let me know, and I can definitely go back and 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 make this work for all of us if that is something that you're interested in. Um, finally, we have episode 134, which is Ocintillating Conversation. And that one, I'm just pumped that I could work Ocint into a pun. Very proud of myself. Yay me. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed uh, that little blurb as much as, as I did. I definitely felt like, you know, as I'm, as I'm trying to craft this episode, Definitely wanted to, to talk about some of those names. Um, but without further ado, I think we should talk about some of the top episodes of 2022, right? So this one, I actually do have a bit of a countdown going uh, based off of our analytics. So coming in at number five from 2022 is episode number 137, which was Vishing Persons Report. Uh, which features um, Kelsey LaBelle and also our CISO or CISO. I think that's one of those words where, you know, we can accept both, uh, you know, as as the actual term. So I think I say CISO. And if I'm wrong, please, again, let me know. Still still newer. Uh, CISO Daniel Schwalbe and our security operations engineer, uh, Mr. Ian Campbell. So... This episode, we have our two guests um, from Domain Tools because I believe Taylor Wilkes Pierce and Tim Helming were at two separate shows that week. Um, but in in the words of um, Tim Helming, um, I think he said it best. We have a very strong bench, which is is fun. It's it's great to see different members of Domain Tools, um, you know, join the podcast. Um, so if you know if you've uh, been an avid listener, you you know we've had um, Aaron G. Clef on here multiple times, along with um, Sean McNee um, and Kelly Malloy, who actually she her episode is one of my favorites because she came uh, with, came prepared to discuss a New Yorker article, which uh, is something we don't normally we don't, you don't normally see uh, um, articles related to our industry in the New Yorker, I don't believe. So that was that was fun. So if you uh, wanna check that episode out, please do. But um, we're talking about episode 137 right now. And that one's a, that's a fun one because it's a spooky episode and recorded on, on Halloween, but released, um, I think November 2nd, if, yeah. So it was a bit of like a, like a November Halloween party. <laughs> but um, the pun names in that episode were on point. Uh, very excited 
to see those. You love, you love it. So we have Kelsey feeling gourd like I should LaBelle. Um, Ian, Halloween dose security updates, Campbell. And Daniel S. Pumpkins Schwalbe. So very, very good choices by all on that episode. Very good. Uh, so in this episode, we discuss Clop Ransomware. You know, I'm assuming Clop is short for Cyclops, as it is Halloween. But for our listeners, can you give us some more details on what Clop Ransomware is outside of that potential Cyclop reference? Sure. It's uh, actually the first half of the endearing childhood game I spent many hours playing called Clops and Robbers. Uh, but no, more seriously, <laughs> Clop is a variant. Thank you for the laugh. I, I appreciate the charity there. Uh, it was sincere. Klop- no, it was sincere. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Klop's a variant of an earlier ransomware family that's operated by a Russian-speaking group, usually in a ransomware-as-a-service setting, where the software is rented to affiliates that actually do the infecting. Uh, it's generally associated with financially motivated actors and gained its name from its behavior. Files encrypted by Klop ransomware and held for ransom gained the .clop file extension. So someone was creative in that naming. Uh, it's been used as a final stage payload after initial compromise, asset and configuration discovery, and in many cases, data exfiltration for dual or uh, triple or even, I'm hearing now, quadruple extortion uh, schemes. Uh, It's pretty darn efficient, and according to some analysis, Klopp and the gang behind it have single-handedly driven ransom demand payment uh, amounts upward. Holy Klopp. That's that's Uh, a lot there. And we also discussed um, the second Twilio breach of 2022 um, because... You know, if you're not familiar, I think pro- probably a lot of you are. There were the two Twilio breaches of 2022. And in this particular episode, we talk about how um, this particular breach um, actually predates the first one. So um, and the goals of each breach are the same. Uh, it just using a different methodology. So in the first breach, which we also discussed um, on the podcast, the first one we discussed how it was SMS phishing. And this this particular breach is voice phishing, aka bishing. We're going to talk about voice phishing. One of the scarier tricks out there. <laughs> yeah. So everything that's old is new again. But uh... This is definitely something we talked about uh, in an earlier episode um, about uh, the Twilio uh, hack in August. And so this one disclosed is technically the second uh, compromise. However, it predates the one from August. This one is supposed to have taken place on June 29th. And once again, used social engineering, but this uh, particular one uh, was leveraging voice phishing, where effectively somebody calls up uh, a, the person that they're targeting and are using social engineering techniques 
to convince the person on the other end to either do something or uh, give up their credentials, which what supposedly happened in this case. So this might be somebody from you know the IT help desk uh, calling a key employee that they previously scoped out and know has the access that they need, and uh, convincing them usually with uh, some time pressure and you know it's kind of hectic and hey can you help me out I don't want to get fired I really just need your password to fix something uh, and then convincing the person on the other end if you make it believable enough and everybody kind of wants to help their co-workers out um, it can be a fairly uh, su uh, successful way of, of getting credentials or other access uh, just by making a phone call all right so that is uh, number five. And coming in at number four is actually a bonus episode of, of the podcast. It's an installment of um, our Voices from InfoSec um, series with Harshal Parikh. Um, and Harshal is the CEO and co-founder of Tromzo. And he is actually one of two Voices from InfoSec um, guests that we had in 2022. And remember, I said we are planning on expanding that in 2023. Um, so the second um, in uh, 22 was, um, as I mentioned, I think at the top of the episode, um, incident responder Caitlin Kiska. Also a great episode to check out. But um, in this particular episode, um, we talk with Harshal. Um, we do love to you know, talk about people's paths to InfoSec. They're usually very unique um, and a little, uh, you know, you, you, you just don't s usually see what's coming with um, how people um, decide that they want to, to be in this, uh, in this industry. Herschel is a little different. Um, he talks about, you know, being interested in um, computers um, and in particular, um, kind of interested in hacking. He talks extensively about how when he was in school, um, hacker Kevin Mitnick had caught his attention. And I, I would love to tell you the whole story, but Harshal tells it way better. Um, so uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, um, you know, it, it's a great story. And, and Harshal delves into how his company Tromzo um, came to be. And actually, what inspired the idea? Folks who are a little less familiar can tell us a little bit about Tromso, and and then after you tell us a little bit about just the summary of of what you do, uh, I would love to hear a little bit about what inspired your vision for it. Because you know, you could have picked. You've just mentioned all these different aspects of security that you worked in. So, how'd you pick this one? That's a great question, and you know, I. I where we are today, what I'm doing today, what I'm spending my day and night and every breathing second in my entire day today is really inspired based on what I've done in the past. And as a security practitioner, what the, the problem that I felt personally, along with you know every single person in my team, I've had the pleasure of working with some amazing people over the past several years. The problem was that we as security people, we spent so much time and energy building out these amazing security initiatives, you know, getting best of the breed tools and spending a lot of time, you know, looking at things, investigating things, figuring out, you know, some of the most complex ways that uh, we were vulnerable, identifying risks and, you know, 
overall, just spending a lot of time building really good security initiatives. The problem was that we couldn't really make an impact in terms of getting those risks managed or issues fixed or mitigations in place. And that was a constant struggle with us, right? Uh, meaning every single security engineer, um, every single team that I had worked in in the past, the biggest blocker was not the budget or the tools or you know the people and all of that stuff. It was mostly, we're doing all this work how can we help the company actually get better? Put those controls in place that need to be implemented. You know, everyone knows, well, well I guess Log4j or uh, Spring for Shell, all of those things are uh, very interesting. It gets a lot of attention and people actually um, fig- have fixed those things very quickly. But historically, when you find those bugs and when you, you know, when you have to ask somebody else outside of security to do things to mitigate those risks, it has been a challenge. And that was a big problem. And so we, we spent a lot of time uh, trying to understand how can we make security more relevant to the rest of the organizations? How can we make security more uh, ingrained in their workflows? And how can we make security a first-class citizen for all of the other aspects. And our focus was really software security because you know we were tech company people and we knew software development really well. So my co-founder and I, we set out on a mission to make security easy for developers. Because at the end of the day, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. A lot of times when we talk to developers, they understand that you know building secure code is important. Building secure systems is important. Building secure cloud platforms is important. But a lot of times, either they don't know how to do it, or it's not their top priority because they have 15 other things to work on. So, so we we built Tromso to solve exactly that problem um, and make security less of uh, of a mystical art for for developers, for non-security professionals. How do we make it easy? How do we make it natural for them? How do we bring security to the to the table for what developers are working on every single day? So Tromso. Um, is a platform that makes it incredibly easy for developers by automating and integrating security controls in the development lifecycle. So Tromso also has its own podcast, um, or the team at Tromso has their own podcast, um, and it's called The Future of Application Security. And it actually just launched earlier in 2022. It's um, still you know, fairly new. Um, so when you're done listening to Breaking Badness, you can head over and listen to Tromzo's podcast um, if you're so inclined. So just want to plug that, let everybody know that that's available. Um, so that's pretty fun. So that was number four. And coming in at number three, we have episode number 127, like shooting fish in a barrel. And of course, fish is with a PH. Um, this is um, this was recorded over the summer back in July, and it was a little bit of a different format than we normally do. So we usually, um, you know, if you're if you're a regular listener, you know, we usually cover two articles, um, and in this one, we still did discuss an article which uh, was about um, speculative execution attacks against microprocessors from Intel and AMD. Um, so we definitely um, were able to do that. And it, um, I don't believe I mentioned this at the top of the show, but um, as as per usual, um, there will be links to um, 
the the articles and and anything else um you know deemed necessary in um the domain tools um podcast um blog show notes so um so anything that i'm mentioning here um if you're interested in please um check out our website to check to see these um these articles so we did discuss that um but in this episode we also got the chance to talk to our friend null cookies which is always delightful um null cookies has been on the podcast before so um we got a chance to to catch up with him again and we talked about the future of fishing and of course both future and fishing are spelled with a ph um and it's just fascinating to hear null cookies talk about fishing you can really feel how passionate he is about the the topic so um you know some of his um predictions about fishing you know he he really talks about how it's it's you know it's working uh, and and he doesn't see that it's going to go away anytime soon because it's working. Um, so yeah, I, I think he explains it better than I can. Um, assuming a fishing actor has enough time to be patient in the first place, they'll eventually find a lure and kit that works. And when they do, um, you may see them try to pivot to new targets with that winning formula, hoping to capitalize on their past success, uh, which gets to a point I am always trying to make. Um, fishing actors and threat actors as a whole need to be regarded as rational, clever, and a lot more self-aware than some give them credit for. Um, these people learn from mistakes. They improve on past successes. They discuss with other people outside their immediate cybercrime circles they experiment and iterate, and uh, in short, they get better. And we need to get better too. Uh, the spam war right now is a war of attrition, and it's fought with creativity, and it's trench warfare right now. Uh, so, kind of that begs the question: What are we facing? So, yeah, he has many predictions that are very interesting to hear. I, some, I, I think it might be a little. It does seem like it, it is kind of doom and gloom with um, predictions, um, but, you know, he he does have some good news for the audience as well. There are, there are reasons for concern, um, but thankfully, there's a lot of teams. There are a lot of companies. Um, there are a lot of um, actors and government who take this seriously now, and um, thankfully... Uh, we can hopefully steer um, the ship and um, start winning back um, some of the ground we've lost in the spam war. And we do that by collaboration, innovation, using our own creativity, and um, trying in our own little way uh, to make the world a better place. That's all you can do, right? you got exactly. to do some of that every day. And I think that's great to hear. I think that's definitely... How how you wanna how you wanna win them back, null cookies? How like how you wanna do that? Um, so that's perfect. Um, great conversation. I think you you definitely can expect to hear more null cookies in the future. Uh, we'll definitely try to catch up with him again uh, this coming year. Um, if not one 
probably probably more than once if if we're lucky if we can get if we can get some time with him so definitely stay tuned for that if if you are a big fan of null cookies um in spot number two for the top episodes spot number two is episode 110 a sad state of malwares um this one is a february episode uh, and we talk about uh, this one's kind of stand, more of a standard episode with the with this with the typical format that you're probably used to. Um, we talk about malware known as Botina Go and how it was uploaded to GitHub, making the malicious code available to any and all. Um, the second article we discussed in this episode was. Return the Mac. Return the Mac. So, uh, yeah, it's a fun, fun title for for that particular article. Um, and in that article, researchers had uncovered a novel Mac OS malware that was described as dangerous and hard to detect. So, um, so Macs being more secure than Windows, I don't really know personally, um, how that, that, that standard was, was started where, where I, you know, maybe not people within, um, the InfoSec cybersecurity community, but, you know, just general, um, civilians outside of this, of this industry, you know, seem to have always had this belief that is pretty persistent, I think, to this day, um, that Macs are more secure um, they don't get viruses, um, and uh, you generally don't need to, you know, worry about antivirus, you know, needing antivirus software or anything like that for for a Mac. Like uh, I know, at least you know, in my peer group, um, you know, comprised of individuals that are not in infosec and cybersecurity. If you ask them, they would probably say, "Oh yeah, Mac is is way more secure. You don't have to worry about anything." And really. Uh, you know, this is uh, just, you know, discussing how that's, you know, not true. It, or at least, and if Max, you know, had the upper hand, it's not as much of an advantage as it used to be. Um, so, so far, you know, this uh, malware is the most sophisticated Mac malware package um, we've seen to date. It can do a lot of things. And it's almost a Swiss army knife. Um, you know, it can do victim device fingerprinting, screen capture, File download and upload, key logging, and and more. Um, so uh, you know, just kind of talking about you know how does this malware work? I'm just gonna uh, do like a quick little shameless domain tools plug right here. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, Tim, how does this malware work, and and how is it delivered other than by Lambo? Right. So. Well, you know, we at Domain Tools find this one interesting because Dazzle Spy is delivered via watering hole attacks uh, with malicious or hacked websites. And I think, by the way, it's mostly malicious so far that we've seen purpose-built websites to, to uh, infect folks. So it drops the website will drop the initial loader and that exploits a code execution vulnerability in WebKit, uh, which is Safari's browser engine. So you know, we can see in this the importance of detecting 
malicious domains as early in the process as possible, which is like what we all work on when we're not busy podcasting around here. Wait, you're telling me you do something other than this podcast for your work? Oh, uh oh. I might have just gotten myself in trouble with Kelsey. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. So, so that was um, our penultimate uh, top episode for 2022. At the very top slot um, from this past year, uh, this is, you know, kind of like drum roll right here. Drum roll. <laughs> the top spot is episode. 108 malware is not my cup of iot so this one's actually all the way back from january 2022 uh and i just want to say just perfect in sync references right at the top of the episode i'm your co-host kelsey malware i can't take no more it ain't no lie I want to see you out that door. Raspberry Pi, Pi, Pi. LaBelle. With me, co-host Tim. How can I possibly follow that intro helming? And last, but certainly not least, Taylor. 404, pun not found. Wilkes Pierce. Yes, perfect. You know, 10 out of 10. Would not change a thing. Chef's kiss. Uh, I discussed an article um, detailing a new technique companies can use to detect malware without needing software. Tim, can you add some color commentary on this particular topic? Well, Kelsey, shall I compare IoT to a bummer day? Thou art computer and yet also not. Thy vendors think but little of defense, yet throw thee to the internet's wiles and foes, to firewall or not to firewall. Tis never much of a question with these things. And so defenders look with no surprise at the large misery IoT brings. How good was that poem? He, like, he just wrote that, like, you know, not not on the spot necessarily, but he still wrote that in, like, a, a very quick manner. Like, I, I, I don't know how he did that, but he... Uh, Definitely wrote that, and it's in iambic timtameter, which is pretty cool. Actually, he has two poems in this episode, and unfortunately, you'll have to go back and listen um, if you want to hear the second one. It is just as impressive as the first, so um, please be sure to check that out. Um, In this episode, we also discussed how enterprise security vendor Avanon observed an uptick in a technique that uh, that used Adobe Cloud as an attack vector. Can you maybe highlight again how Adobe Cloud, because I know you just touched on this, but how specifically it was incorporated? Because this, yeah, I, yeah that'd be helpful. So, so kind of the, the kicker of this is that, uh, you know, as an Adobe Cloud user, when you send a PDF to somebody or send a file to somebody, I should say, it doesn't have to be PDF, that's what they're using in this case. Uh, it, it generates an Adobe email. So it skips past any email defenses, right? So, you know, it's, yes, we're going to register a spoofing domain that, that at the end of this folks will get to, but that your entry point into this is very like, hey, here's a, here's a message, you know, here's an email from Adobe saying you've got this PDF. 
PDF. If you work a bunch in Adobe Creative Cloud, this is probably a message you've seen before, right? And so it flies right past any type of filters, lands directly in the inbox of victims, looks super official. The PDF itself is clean. So right there, Adobe will tell you, hey, there's nothing wrong with the PDF. Uh, and then it delivers you to that kind of last landing page where it'll go and try and grab your credentials. So this attack um, was very elegant in its sophistication, not super complex, but but elegant uh, in its simplicity. So that's very interesting. So um, I kind of can't believe we have gone through the five. That's that that was quick. You know, it feels like, you know, we could we could talk about so many other episodes. I will say, um, you know, as I'm just thinking about it, um, just as an honorary mention, just because I loved it. I loved the pun. Um, I will give honorary shout out to the episode before we broke for the holidays, which was um, episode 142. Uh, the Feast of the Seven Fishes. And of course, feast and fish fishes are with a PH. Why would they not be? Uh, just uh, honorary mention. Uh, very, very, j- just uh, if you want to give that one a listen to, that would be fantastic. So, um, so yeah, it's been a great year. Uh, it's, uh, We've had a lot of fun on on Breaking Badness this past year. Um, our goal, um, if you know, if it wasn't clear, uh, is to keep defenders apprised of pertinent news and trends. So we hope that our podcast is both informative and enjoyable. Um, we try, you know, as hard as we can to um, you know provide the the most timely and relevant information. Uh, and, and we, and we have fun on the show too, because we want, uh, we want this to be accessible to, to all, you know, uh, you know, whether you've been in the industry for decades or you're, you're making the switch, uh, you're just, you know, coming, coming up through school. We want to make sure that, uh, you know, this, the information and topics we discuss, um, are approachable for you. So I hope we're able to do that. Um, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about in 2023 because as we know, um, there's no rest for the wicked. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it kind of remains to be seen, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see what unfolds. And, uh, but I'm sure, you know, whatever comes up, we, we will, you know, keep you, uh, in the know. And thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, again, I know I've, I've thanked the audience for listening a number of times uh, at the beginning of the episode, but we really just cannot say it enough. Um, you are the reason why we are doing this. So thank you. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't know how many uh, solo episodes we'll do in the future. Uh, this was definitely fun for me. So um, I'll probably be back in some form or another. Like I said, uh, we've got a strong bench. So uh, and we do travel a lot as 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 a group. So I'm sure I will be back as long as as well as um, other other team members from Domain Tools and, of course, fun guests throughout the year. So please, uh, you know, you know, keep uh, keep that in mind. And we will be back with our regular programming, I believe, next week. So 
Uh, thank you for a great 2022. All the best for 2023. Um, see you soon. Have a great year. Stay safe out there. Bye-bye. That's about all we have for this week. You can find us on Twitter at Domain Tools. All of the articles and IOCs mentioned today will be included in our blog post, which can be found at DomainTools.com slash resources slash podcasts. Catch us every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time when we publish our podcast and blog. 